real influence isn't having a million or two million followers on Twitter or Instagram and driving a fleet of supercars. That's not real influence, that's perceived influence, it's an illusion. You know, more and more I'm finding myself stuck in these conversations where uh, people are talking about what real influence is just because you're the most searched person on, on, on Google. People seem to think that that makes you somebody of real influence. That makes you somebody of real power. Um, or, or if you've got a couple of million followers on Instagram, then you are the person that's of influence or your reels or your videos. They're going viral and they're being spread everywhere. That, that makes you a person of power and influence. And I, I disagree with that. I I think yes, there has some. You do have real estate in people's minds with that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this. There is a discourse that takes place that you can have an effect on people, but what is real power and what is real influence doesn't really come from just having a few million followers on Instagram and driving a fleet of supercars. That's not real influence. That's perceived influence. It's an illusion. You just look at what's been taking place in the last six to eight months uh, in the world on a on a global scale, right? In the last six to eight months, there are things that have taken place, there are things that have happened in the world that haven't been that largely communicated in mainstream media. They haven't been that largely reported. If you go looking for that information, it is there, but it's not been as widely reported as, say, other events that are in the grand scheme of things are not as important, right? But if you look at what's been happening in the last six to eight months, there are things that have taken place, there are deals that have taken place, there are things that have happened that are so big that things on this scale haven't happened in the last probably 40, 60, 80 years, okay? So things like Saudi Arabia has now decided to uh, make a move away from the US dollar for the selling of oil. There's a peace deal that's taken place between Saudi and Iran. These countries have been arguing with each other, fighting with each other for the last 20 years. That peace deal has now been brokered. There are peace talks that are now finally taking place between Saudi Arabia and Syria. The war in Yemen has finally had a ceasefire. There are countries in Africa that have now announced that they will be doing trade with other countries in Africa and, and they're going to bypass the dollar completely. There are other countries like India and uh, Pakistan and, and these kind of countries. They've made the announcements that they're going to start doing trade with other countries and they're going to bypass the dollar. There are countries in Latin America that are also saying this. And we've got presidents and prime ministers and statesmen that are coming on record in front of a public audience and saying, we're going to be doing trade with this country, we're no longer going to be using the dollar. So these are big, big moves, right? These are moves that these countries have not been able to make for 30, 40, 50 years because they've been afraid of the US. Uh, and despite the tyranny of the US, they've been wanting to make these moves, but they've not been able to. And now all of a sudden, they have now been able to make these moves. And the one thing that's common to all of these moves, essentially one entity, which is BRICS. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa is an organization, it's a cooperation. There's also the SEO, there's a couple of other organizations as well. They've now come on board and, and they've been able to collaborate and provide encouragement and facilitate these conversations between these countries. So the, the, the peace talks that took place between Saudi Arabia and Iran, that actually took place in Beijing and it was facilitated and encouraged by China. Okay, so this is real influence. This is what you call real power, real influence when you can broker peace deals between countries and you can implement things that facilitate prosperity between countries. When a country like Djibouti can do trade with Kenya and they can bypass the dollar, it means prosperity for Djibouti and it means prosperity for Kenya as well. And it means no tyranny or any profit for the US. It means the US can't actually go in 
and keep a huge continent like Africa poor. It means prosperity, finally. So, you know, all these charities that we see that are talking about uh, children starving in Ethiopia and children starving in in um, other countries and, you know, uh, the diamond trade and all this, all of this tyranny is has been put in, the, in, in there in place because of the US dollar, because of the US. And they can finally break free from that. But you can't say to me that some guy in the Middle East who's driving a Bugatti and wear sunglasses, that this guy was had any influence, even a mosquito's worth of influence uh, on these deals or these kind of changes that are tectonic shifts that are going to make all of our lives better over the next 20 or 30 years. But the counter argument to all of this is, well, these kind of people are against this narrative. Um, they're against the woke narrative and everything. Okay. We are all suffering from these so-called woke narratives. You know, this is creating a rapid moral decline. But if you look at what's actually happening uh, in terms of policies in the West and in terms of what's going on in the West, in terms of um, what they're implementing in the schools, in terms of the rights that have been put in, these kind of things, that stuff is actually accelerating and has accelerated even more this year than it had done last year and over the last five years. So to say that uh, some guy or some person who has a couple of million followers that are speaking ag against the matrix or they're speaking out against uh, these woke narratives, what have these people actually achieved in terms of clawing back those, those so-called woke agendas? They haven't achieved anything. Yeah, that conversation is taking place, but what has actually been achieved? Those policies haven't stopped, they've only accelerated. If you have any questions about the content or the subject matter, the things that I've discussed in this video, then please sign up to my Discord. The link is in the description below. It's a small app that you can use, very similar to how chat groups used to work before. You can be anywhere in the world and sign up for it. All you have to do is, is sign up via Patreon, which will then give you access to the Discord app. It is a like-minded community of other people that are talking about the same things, but we can just speak openly to each other. You might have some questions of your own or you might have some insight of your own. Come and talk to me, come and talk to others. We can share ideas with each other and we, and we can grow as a community.